0: to another episode of the Decision Hour. I am your host, Adam Bird. and I got a very exciting, eh, quasi-exciting, I guess you could say, uh, interview lined up for you today. It is going to be a good time because um, I'm bringing my buddy Tom on. And Tom and I have known each other for quite a while, quite some time. Um, he has put up with me for a very very long time and i'm i'm, I'm grateful uh for him but I, before i go any further let me bring him on my friend tom capstrom
1: tom how are you brother good nice to be here long time listener first time caller <laughs> actually on this
0: show that's a true statement <laughs> so <laughs> it is oh it man is. listen brother i appreciate you uh you coming on. We got an interesting topic that we're going to talk about here in a, in a few moments. We're talking plant-based meds, and we'll get into more of the specifics on that uh, here in a little bit, but take just a couple minutes here real quick, do a brief introduction to yourself, let the listeners know who you are and a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Um So I'm an attorney uh, based in Springfield, Missouri, uh former Navy vet, um, Never, I was a reservist. Um, and then got out in '92. Uh, I met you, Adam, through your old podcast, and I was doing some advertising, and then you needed some legal work, and we just kind of became friends from there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, have an adopted son and a stepdaughter, and my wife, we all live in, uh, Springfield. And, um, Years ago, we can get down the pathway, but I started having some issues with anger and things like that that kind of uh, led me to plant-based medicine. It wasn't initially sought out by me. It was suggested by somebody else, and it's been probably the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. He's being
0: very, very uh, mild and and shy, I think, right now. Tom is – let me – so – all the things he said, true, and as long as I've known him, he's a great storyteller. But the stories that he shares, true, um, and he's probably one of the most badass people that you'll you'll ever meet. He and he, he's so down to earth. The guy, like, has skydived for I don't know ever. He's a scuba scuba diver as well. I mean, he's, he, the guy is just is an amazing individual and he's such a positive person uh to be around he's he he did mention that he's an attorney um i haven't gotten into any major trouble or any big trouble um because of this guy so let's i'm just going to be honest so um (laughs) I appreciate I appreciate that um but recently Tom you know like I said you you and I have been friends a long long time we do uh, we got some business ventures together and stuff that we do as well um and you know I, re- I remember a couple months ago uh, you had called me with this idea that you were looking at doing this thing and um it was this plant based um uh, it it was this plant based, we'll say jir- journey uh, that you could take that 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 helps. So let's let's kind of dive into that because you brought that up. What what exactly is it? Because I've I've had other guests on this show that have done plant based psychedelic uh, type things that help with PTSD with TBI. Uh, and, and a slew of other other things. And it's starting to be more popular nowadays. There's, their treatments are starting, they're starting to look at this and say, hey, you know what, there's something here, and this is actually helping people. And recently, you've kind of, you've had the opportunity to, to do something. So why don't you share that?
1: Sure. So I'll explain what, I, I did the Ibogaine treatment, okay. and Ibogaine is I-B-O-G-A-I-N-E. And Ibogaine is an alkaloid, which is derived from the root bark of the Tabernanth Iboga shrub. And Tabernanth is T-A-B-E-R-N-A-N-T-H-E. And that shrub is found mainly, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in West and Central Africa. Mm-hmm. And there's a tribe out there, a, a, a people, they're called the Wheaties, and it's B-W-I-T-I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they've used Iboga ceremonially for initiations, healings, rite of passage, and to them, iboga is, you know, not really a, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not really a religion, but more of a way of life. Okay. In the West, um, the, the medicine's been used to help heal traumatic brain injuries, overcome addiction, treat various mental health conditions. And it does that because it seems to like reset the receptors in both your mind and body, Right. which, which it provides more of a balanced state. Okay. Um, and so an Ibogaine journey generally is like 24 to 36 hours long. Um, and it's taken orally in uh, capsules.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, is it capsules or, or, or is it sipped on? So it's through capsules.
1: Yeah, so it's capsules, it's ground up. It's, and this whole process is based off of like medicine. So it's not like going and scoring shrooms and going and doing them in someone's garage. It's based, the, the dosage you take is based off of your weight and what your medical issue is. So
0: this is a very controlled environment then is what it sounds or is this something that you just go get, you sit in your house and you're like, I'm going to lock myself no. in my room for a couple of days.
1: Absolutely not. No. So, so let me go through what the process is. And then I'll kind of get yeah, back to that. Please. All right. So the, it, the, the, the Ibogaine journey for me is like, it's three phases, the first six to eight hours is typically referred to as the visionary phase. And that's where most of the action is. That's where you're going to have your bright, you know, visions, um, things like that. The second phase, six to 12 hours, is kind of referred to as the introspective phase. And it's normal during that time to have some visuals or tracers, but they're not as bright and vivid. And that's more of a, a, a time of reflection and integration, And then the last phase is kind of your residual stimulation phase. And that's kind of where you'll start to focus on the outer world again um, and just kind of put things into perspective. Now, the Ibogaine is medically controlled. The program that I did, we had a medical questionnaire we had to fill out at the beginning. Um, You have to get an EKG from your doctor. They have to make sure it's safe for you. Um, and that it's the right treatment for you.
0: So it's not something that everybody can just go do. This is something that they're like they get a history of you and they make sure that you're in a in a in a state health wise that you're able to consume this in 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 a in a in a, in a, in a healthy
1: way. Is that, I guess is that the right. It's, it's healthy, it's controlled and it's, it's monitored. It's not, you know, these are the, so the person Trevor, who's kind of the spiritual leader and I call him, he's like a spiritual healer. He has tons of experience with this. His history goes back to when he was in Canada and he was trying to help uh, the people in this impoverished community with drug addiction. Uh-huh. And so he started, Getting more into helping those people, and throughout the process, they they just he learned and 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 figured out that it's it really helps people who are addicted to narcotics like heroin. Um, and there's a really good um, documentary that was done called dost and if you can find it, that Trevor's involved with. Um, and so it's not something. It's not a party drug. It's not something you do for fun. It's not something you're just going to go score off the dude on the corner um, it's, I don't even know how they get it, to be honest with you. And, but it's medically controlled. So you, so for, for my program that I did with Trevor, yeah, um, the company, his business, it was, it's changing its name, but it was called Nouveau V and that was N O U V E L L E, new word V I E in French, it means new life. Okay. And that's very important because I kind of feel like I got a new life after my Ibogaine treatment. Um, you've known me. I'm yep. a lot calmer. I'm a lot more relaxed. Very much. Uh, yeah. I don't stress like I used to. And so you you will get a hold of Trevor. They'll set, they'll set up, you know, whether it's right for you, you can talk. Um, they recommend that before you go to the journey, you know, we talked about the medical side of stuff. Right. They also have, um, you know, psychedelic coaches that have been through this. They deal with people from all different walks of life. They kind of help you prepare for what the journey is going to be like, what to expect. They help you set your intentions so you don't just blindly go into taking this medicine. You have intentions that you want the medicine to help you with.
0: All right, let me let me stop you right there. Sure. So one of the things that I. Y- y- you know, you're you're not the first person that I've that I've talked to that that has done something similar to this, and everybody they have their own experience, right? And that was the biggest question that I had, and I think you just answered it was when you go into something like this, you really have to be to be ready. So my 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 question to you is: prior to doing this, did you have an idea of what you wanted to, for a lack of a better phrase? you know fix or or um get more clarity clarity on and then and then with that are there people that do this that that want to do that that aren't really sure and is that something if they're not really sure then then it's one of those like hey we don't recommend you doing it until you're ready to figure out what it is that you're trying to
1: You know, I can't speak to the are you sure, are you ready to do it kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That would be a better question that would be directed towards Trevor or people on his staff. Um, I will tell you that there are people who are like hardcore operators who are basically told, go do this or our marriage is over. There are people who were literally sitting on the couch with a handgun in their mouth and they didn't have any other option. Somebody suggested they do this. My experience is that the more prepared you are and the more that you know what you want to address, the better results you'll have. Um, And Trevor tells a funny story when you talk to him about a guy who didn't understand his wife's anxiety and he didn't have clear intentions on that. And so he basically asked the medicine to say, why is my wife anxious? And during his journey, he was starting to kind of, Feel very anxious and he was getting visuals or whatever that made him extremely anxious and you know during your journey you're hooked up to a heart monitor and so you're closely monitored by doctors and medical staff and trevor saw what was going on and he walked over and he's like hey buddy what's going on and you know you're you're aware of stuff you can talk to people and the guy's like i'm feeling really anxious and trevor says well you know what what was your intention and he says well i, I wanted to know why my wife is anxious And the better question is how can I better, you know, help my wife with being anxious or understand why she's anxious and how she can better deal with that. Right. So he wasn't clear on his intentions and the medicine kind of hammered him for a few minutes on that. Um, You know, and and then the guy was fine. Once he reset his intention, everything calmed down and he was good to go.
0: So you mentioned uh, just a moment ago that during this process or during the journey you're, you're like it's awake, but you're, or, or you're asleep just in a kind of a, you're there, but you can, you're coherent.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a theta mindset or okay. theta wavelength. Okay. Where it's a little bit dreamlike. All right. But, you know, if you, if you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, you can raise your hand and they'll help you to the bathroom. You can ask questions, you know, you you can be just kind of in your own head and kind of unaware of what's going on in the room around you. And I can tell you more about what well, that you know, entails, yeah. but it's, it's. Let me, let me
0: ask you this. I want to, because you, uh, so you, you, you take this uh, pill orally and, and, and then it starts the process. Mine. Yeah. So mine was three pills. Okay. So, and how long did you say it take? It take like it's a
1: 36 hour.
0: Normal, Normally half, up
1: to 36 hours? 24 to 36, but you're not like seeing things all of that time. And in fact, from what I've read, like 25% of the people really don't have any visions at all, but the medicine still works. So it's not like you have to have visions.
0: So what I'm trying to wrap my mind around here, Tom, is that you take this and if it's like a 24 to 36 hour period, are you... Do you
1: sleep at all during that time or are you some people do, some people don't? Okay. Everybody's journey is going to be a little different. Um, I was in a male integration class through vets um the other night, and one of the guys was sent who was there with me uh-huh. at, at you know the, the facility, he was actually on the bed right next to me. Um uh he got through his visions and stuff like that. He got what he needed. All his all his intentions were were there. And the, and he basically was like I'm done. And they're like it's not even morning yet. Relax a little bit. Mine lasted quite a bit longer. Mine was about 20 hours. Um and so you start everything's very spiritual. Um it's not and there's a whole process that starts from the day you get there with doing that sweat lodge. You do some what's called group circles, but it's more of just like a bonding. You're kind of around the group. You get to talk, you share meals with each other throughout the process. Right. You have breath work, some yoga, things like that. You get a massage, all the stuff's great. But then the night of the event, which is which is towards the end of the week. Um what you do, well actually it's not, it's the second night. You um <clears throat> so you have a you have a fire circle. You talk about your intentions. There's some, you know, kind of ritual stuff that we do. And then you take your first pill and then you kind of hang out with the people in your group around this fire and you talk. And then about an hour later, you go inside and you start getting the bed area set up for what your journey is going to be. And um, when we walked inside, I took a second pill. They offered you a second pill. Yeah, And it's important to say if you're not comfortable with any of this stuff, you just say, I'm not doing it. I'm I and they'll talk to you. Nobody pushes you into it. Nobody's gonna force you to do anything. Right. They're there to ask your questions. So I did the second pill, and then maybe 10 minutes later did another pill. And then I went upstairs, and um, this is kind of where it it starts to go, where um they've got the, the tribal music from the Wheaties playing, and it's very different music, and you can actually Go on like the um, different music websites and you can find it. It's pretty interesting stuff. Right on. Um, And there's the lights are off. They've got candles going. There's a mirror that's in front of the bed. There's a heart rate monitor that's there. They hook up the heart rate monitor to you and you sit at the edge of the bed. They give you a rattle and I actually have mine here and I love it. I keep it on my desk um, because it's just such a happy thing for me. And you, you rattle your rattle along with the music, and it kind of helps you get into the trance. And at some point, and it's different times for everybody, you start to have your hallucinations. And um, so then at whatever point you feel comfortable, they have these eye shades that you can put on, you don't have to, but for me, it was better to put them on. And I experimented with eyes open or eyes closed with the shade. And you kind of have your visions that start and then you can be very inquisitive you can ask medicine different questions you can interact with some of your visions and ask those things questions and and you're kind of on your own but like i said the medical staff is sitting there so what what did it do for you you want like my journey? You want to hear yeah, a little like, bit
0: about? like more? give it. Give us a. We we still got a couple minutes. I want to. I want. I want people to understand those of you that are listening to this. Maybe you have somebody, or maybe you, whether it's you yourself, or maybe somebody you know that could benefit from 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 this. And we'll we'll put in the information, in the show notes, and whatnot, as far as like what to look up and 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 uh, where where to go and, and and whatnot. But like, are you willing to share a little bit of of your journey? Um, like maybe give us a, a, this a snapshot of something that happened in your journey where you got like some clarity or, or it was like, this is what I wanted. Boom. And this is what happened.
1: Okay. So I need to back up and tell you what my, my reasoning for doing this was. So, um, I had, um, I have, I had a lot of anger issues. I was angry all the time. Um, a lot of rage, um, I had some PTS issues. I had a friend of mine uh, shoot himself in the head on the deck of my apartment when I was in law school and I found him. Um, Probably a month and a half before I went to um, the program, I had another friend of mine get killed. You know, good friend of mine got gunned down, senseless, you know, street crime stuff. Um, and I was noticing that I was very impatient with people, both at work and at home. Uh, I wasn't treating my wife and son very well. Um, I was, I was not present at all. I kind of felt like I was work, work, work all the time and I didn't want to be around them. And I felt like when they were trying to talk to me, my mind would wander. And I was thinking, why are you wasting my time with this? It doesn't have anything to do with work. And I started seeing My son, who I adopted, came from a very bad background. Um, I was starting to see him pull away from me. And at one point, we were having a conversation at dinner. And mind you, he was nine years old. And he looked at me and he said, Dad, not even God can help you with your anger issues. And that was like a gut punch, like from hell, like a nine-year-old kid making that comment. And then... I was like, okay, I need to start doing something. That's when I started researching plant-based medicine. I've never been big on pharmaceuticals or any of that stuff. I don't take pain meds when they're prescribed. And so my intentions going into this were I needed to be more present. I needed to find love in my heart for my family again. Um, I needed to uh, be less angry um, and more caring and more open uh, with my emotions and feelings about stuff. And so... I worked with a um, psychedelic coach and she helped me and that was referred to me by Trevor. And she really helped me get my intentions where they needed to be. Um, And then when I was at the facility, um, there were people there that are part of Trevor's staff that you can talk to and work with to just make sure your intentions are right. And so I felt very nervous going there very apprehensive. But once I was there, I just kind of let it go. I accepted the process. I didn't judge. And I I just said, you know, I'm here, let's just do it, you know? And I felt a lot better. I got all of that, everything I wanted to get, I got with my experience with Ibogaine. And two days after the Ibogaine, you have the option of doing five MEO DMT, uh, which is the toad venom you may h- people refer to that as okay um they don't use the actual venom harvested from the toad they use a synthetic which is not as cruel on the animals obviously um again that's done in a very controlled environment um that is that five Meo 5-MeO-DMT is considered like the ego killer and it puts you in you know touch with the universe and just the happiest you could ever be it's like you're just it's hard to explain what people are describing this as, but it's very happy and very positive. I didn't do the five MEO dnt because I felt like I got all of that from the IBA game, Right. And so I talked to, uh, one of the the people that were there and I said, look, I'm not sure if I need to do this. And they said, you know, based on your visions and things that you saw, you have a lot to unpack. Not everybody does the five MEO. You can come back and do it later if you feel you need to, but you know, and I wasn't pushed and that was it. And then I got to you know, be around the people after they did their, their, their five MEO journey. Um, so, but I saw stuff a lot, I heard stuff. Um, the short version is I had different phases of my visual journey it started out where I was floating up to the ceiling. I felt very anxious, like I was gonna get smothered by the ceiling um, and it had this pattern on it. we can get into that later if you want. but I I was able to recall our training that they gave us about breathing. so I did some breathing exercises. I calmed down yeah, and everything rotated and it turns out it wasn't the ceiling it was a door. and I ended up going through the keyhole on the door and then I was in outer space and that was a whole nother bizarre kind of fun <laughs> journey where I was I was turned into a cyborg at one point. I was solving, mathematical equations. I was seeing, you know, different things in space, which was really cool and just different pathways that I was on. Um, one of the things that I doubted was I was about to start a new job. I shut down my own law practice and I was going to go work for another firm. And I had some apprehension about that. And part of my journey showed me I was on the right path and that everything's going to work out and everything's going to be fine. I just need to trust it. Right. Um, Then part of my journey switched to where I was like flying over an amusement park and I was interacting with kids. And that brought me back to my relationship with my son and my wife and being present and just enjoying the moment. And um, part of that, I saw my family. And I realized during that part of my journey that I have everything I need. It's not about the objects, it's not about the money, the fame, or any of that. It's about family and values and being a, a good person and that's you know I got that message and um you know you know me I love animals sometimes more than people yeah I saw my past pets that I miss dearly yeah. and they were all having a good time and one of them came over Doyle he wasn't a service dog but he knew when I used to get stressed out and he'd put his head on my on my on my leg and just kind of calm me down Well he came over and did that and he kind of told me hey, I'm in a good place. You're going to be in a good place. We're all going to work out, you know? Yeah. Um, then I, then my journey switched and it got really dark and I was in a bad place. It wasn't scary, but there was definitely these beings that were around me. Um, and it was dark, smoky, um, not pleasant, not happy, uh, rubble ruins. Um, at one point, one of the, 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 beings kind of got close to me. I hate that. I moved over, he moved over and got close again. I shoved him. He got pissed at me. I punched him. Uh everybody that was there, thousands of them got angry and started coming towards me and then I was like, "Whoa, sorry. I guess in the spirit world I'm not supposed to be punching people either." And that was <laughs> and that was my, you know, anger thing. Like you need to let that shit go and just relax and And then I started going through a bunch of doors and I was going through door after door after door. And the stuff that I was seeing really didn't make sense to me. And I again, learned it's not about the objects. It's just about the journey. And that's where I really learned patience. Cause at at one point I kept hearing this weedy music, which was driving me insane and I wanted it to stop and it wouldn't. Um, And then I noticed when I was going through the doors, it would slow down and stop. Yeah. And then at one point I'm like, fuck it. I'm done going through doors. Like, I'm just sick of this shit. The medicine's going to wear off at some point. And then the, the music cranked up and got louder and more intense. And I was like, Oh, I got to keep moving or it'll drive me mad. Right. So yeah. And it and that was the longest part of my journey.
0: So let me ask you this, is this, we're coming up on time here. We got a couple more minutes. This is, this was, and I, you're right. I I've known you for, for, for a long time. And I remember the conversation that we had prior to you Going to this, and uh, I, I'm proud of you for doing it. First off, let me say that, um, because I, I even I've seen it, seen a change as well as, you know, and and I think I'm 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 in a spot where I can say that, um, and, and whatnot because I have seen a, a a change in you, um, and I I think it's I think it's great. It it's 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 definitely opened up my eyes to. You know, the more stories I hear about this, because you think of plant-based or some psych, some type, some type of psychedelic journey, it immediately goes towards the bad side of, of things when you hear people talking about it, because it's been, um, it's been driven into our belief system in our brains that hey, you're not supposed to touch this stuff. Well you're not in certain cases, but when it's under medical, you know, you you have medical personnel there and you, you, you have, you're not doing it by yourself. It's a completely different uh, thing. And the fact that you're willing to come on here and share your journey uh, with everybody. Thank you for, for doing that. Um, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm not going to say that Ibogaine is the, the end all be all cure for everybody's problems. Cause it's not right. But it, it gets you to a place where you can work on your problems and um, you have to be willing to put in the work. It's not a magic pill that you're going to take it. And then you can just go back to doing what you did before you got there. You know, I started meditating every day, sometimes multiple times a day. If I'm having a rough day, mm-hmm. um, I do breath work. I try to practice mindfulness and stuff that I didn't really put a whole lot of stock in before, let me tell you something that's that's interesting to me, and I'm not saying that this is gonna help everybody. I had really high blood pressure and was on blood pressure medications before I went down there. The medical staff was closely monitoring it for me the whole time. After my, I, you do a sweat lodge like the first day, which was amazing. Yeah. And then you're, you're just doing all this healthy stuff. You're eating like five-star food and it's so healthy that I lost weight, but it was just because of, of eating right and doing the right things. Um, When I left there, my blood pressure, which was like 170 over 110, when I left that, yeah, and that's on medication because I was so stressed and pinging on all cylinders, I got out of there, my blood pressure was 120 over 75. Oh, wow. Yeah. it's a huge and difference. I, yeah, and it stays down. There are days where it'll spike. Believe me, I've got the watch that tells me. But for the most part, it's doing the breath work, practicing mindfulness, and trying to integrate what I've learned on my journey into my daily life. And it's just, I, I think, go-
0: I think that's the key right there, Tom. Is what you're, you're talking about it. This isn't one of those things where this is a one trick pony. Go do it, and then, and then you're it's uh, you're cured. It's it's something that you have to continue working on moving forward.
1: Right. But what it does is it puts you in the, it puts you in the place to do that. Yeah. Like if I were to try to meditate before I went down there or try to, you know, be mindful about stuff, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, no, I don't have time for that shit. Leave me alone. Right. Five minutes of meditation is a life changer. And I've started doing it with my son because he has anger issues and we started doing it together. And there are lots of resources that you can find through Nouveau V, um, which, by the way, they're going to be rebranding, and it's going to be called Ambio Life Sciences. That's A-M-B-I-O, Life Sciences. There's so many resources out there. All I encourage people to do is look at them, give it a shot, put your ego in check. And like I said, I had two dudes in my group that were SEAL team guys that were, like, hardcore, stone cold, like, Go yeah. scorched earth on people, dudes, yeah. and everybody puts that shit aside, and you just kind of embrace the process, and it works. It really works, man. Right. Um, give it a shot. Right on, Tom.
0: We we're up on time. What do you got uh, for closing? What do you want? Uh, cl-
1: close closing words. Go ahead. Um, it's changed my life. You know, it's changed my life. It's not for everybody. And I'm not saying it's going to change everybody else's life. But at some point, you have to ask yourself, everything else I've been doing hasn't been working. Why not try something else? Right. And and I just wish I would have found this a hell of a lot sooner because my life would have been so much farther ahead than where it is now. And I've got a great life now. I really do. Um, So we'll give you all the information to get a hold of Trevor and these guys and Um, hopefully your listeners you don't have to be military you can be a civilian they've got groups for that they've got groups for people who are uh addicted to narcotics they've got you know just people who are stressed out i mean anything just talk to them and see if they've got something that'll help you it's worth it
0: love it thanks brother always always a pleasure talking to you and i thank you for for coming on and and uh sharing your story with the listeners
1: Thanks, Adam. I'm glad you invited
0: me. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time that we got. But before we let you go, make sure you go check out Heroes Media Group, all the great shows and everything else that we're doing over there. Go check that out. Go check out our sister company, hmgbeverage.com as well. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.